Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast, bringing you the latest updates from the world of sports, gambling, and pop culture. Because you can't have a show without hot takes or a Tiger King meme these days. Know what I'm saying? Now, with over 200 episodes and ready to get after it again, here's your host, Dwayne Callender. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the show. We got a preview of the Euro 2020. Well, technically, it's being called Euro 2020, even though we're in 2021. Uh, Obviously, with the pandemic, uh, the tournament had been delayed a year. But we have the kickoff for Euro uh, 2020 uh, catching up. And for those of you who don't know, this is the European competition uh, amongst nations. 16-team tournament, seven of which are in the uh, uh, top 25 in the world for FIFA rankings. A lot of this also uh, determines rankings for the World Cup uh, coming up uh, next year. But... Uh, mainly because of, uh, again, the uh, delay this year. Usually it's a two-year gap between Euros and the World Cup, but it'll be one year uh, next year, obviously. Uh, But, uh, you know, in terms of competition, this is kind of different. So with the 16-team tournament, uh, each uh, of the teams are separated within uh, four groups. Uh, Usually with these tournaments, you have a group of deaf. Those are the ones where... Uh, you know, you got multiple teams that are expected to advance, but, uh, you know, only two teams uh, per group can advance. Uh, so, uh, in this year's, uh, Euro tournament, uh, group D is the designated group of death. Uh, we'll get into the individual group breakdowns, but, uh, first, uh, let's just start off in alphabetical, uh, order, but, uh, you know, in terms of, uh, the uh in terms of the individual uh, matchups of the uh of the individual groups let's just uh, get into uh what we uh what we have in place uh because actually I shouldn't say that uh you've got um I'm saying 16 teams are going to advance we got 24 teams total so uh let me correct that. Uh, but uh, we got 16 teams advancing into the next round. Uh, so uh, six groups in total. But, uh, you know, let's uh, let's get into uh, Group A. Uh, group A being headlined by Italy. Uh, you know, overall, uh, one of the strongest teams in the field, uh, which you, uh, you know, you would expect them to be finishing first in the group uh, amongst the Azzurri. Uh, basically being led by Marco Verratti and Lorenzo Insigne in the midfield, Sierra Mobile, uh, you know, they are going to be extremely uh, uh, tough uh, to kind of break down. Uh, they're going to be a lot of controlling tempos, very similar to uh, Azuri teams in the past uh, where it's going to be a case of they're going to dominate ball uh, possession uh, upwards of 60 to 65% of uh, the time, which in international play is quite high. Um, you know, depending on how bad the competition is, we can see those figures uh, get closer to 75% of ball possession. 
but uh, realistically, uh, you're going to see a lot of passing from uh, the Italian team. And just like I said, the ball control is going to be uh, pretty much uh, uh, amongst the top in the group, uh, considering, you know, again, this is only European club. So uh, based off of that, you're not going to see Brazil or Argentina in this tournament. Uh, so it's going to be. But, uh, yeah, in terms of uh, what they're going to be bringing to the table, again, it's going to be a lot of uh, ball possession. The, uh, the true goal is, uh, you know, how many goals can Italy uh, rack up? Uh, but the difference between this Italy team compared to a couple of uh, Italian teams in the past is they've been very dominant in their qualifiers. They've actually scored 37 goals in the 10 qualifying matchups leading up to Euro. So they've been... Uh, pretty uh, stout considering, uh, you know, their usual past history of being very ball dominant but not scoring a whole lot. So, you know, we'll see if that uh, translates into uh, more offensive uh, performances in the tournament uh, uh, this uh, go around. But, uh, yeah, they, they would be the favorite to advance out of the group stage uh, in Group A. Uh, also in Group A, you've got Switzerland, Turkey, and Wales, here's the thing. If Wales can do anything against Switzerland, it makes it a fighting chance for Wales to get out of the group. Um, I think uh, it'll be between Wales and Turkey, who finishes third. Uh, Switzerland should win uh, the second to nod out of the group stage. And, you know, none of these teams are particularly... Uh, dominant. Uh, it's going to be Italy number one, but it's real question is going to be number two. Uh, Switzerland, uh, biggest issue with uh, that team basically kind of comes down to their goal scoring and the fact that they just don't score goals. Uh, Zerdan Shakiri, uh, whom some of you may know from the Premier League, uh, on a number of clubs, most recently with Liverpool. But outside of that, uh, they don't really have a lot of attacking options uh, with this Swiss squad. Uh, you know, solid in the back, uh, but uh, they don't necessarily have uh, a top-line finisher. Shakiri's a midfield player, um, but not a whole lot of finishing options up top. Uh, and that is what's going to keep uh, uh, Turkey and Wales within the group in a way is that uh, Swiss, uh, the Swiss may be stuck in a couple of draws because they're just not scoring enough goals at the group stage. Turkey, you know, basically uh, they're going to be playing a very defensive style. Uh, you're just not, I don't see a whole lot of group uh, scoring come out of this group. Uh, in general, I do think uh, that Italy is still going to win the group, but I think you're going to see a lot more low-scoring games in uh, of the 2-0 variety, 1-0 at uh, most likely, uh, some 0-0 draws. But, uh, you know, I think, th- you know, it's kind of splitting hairs as to uh, Turkey and Switzerland, who's going to be that number two team. Uh, but, you know, there's a chance that Wales somehow sneaks in there. And the reason why I give Wales a fighting shot is just because of the fact that, you know, you've got teams that don't have a great uh, lot of finishing uh, prowess. But with Wales, you know, 
they've still got Gareth Bale, uh, you know, uh, Premier League fame, also with Real Madrid. Uh, many, many memorable goals in the Premier League as well as Champions League play. Uh, you still got Aaron Ramsey, uh, you know, who is still well known amongst uh, Arsenal fans uh, as, well, as well as uh, 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 playing abroad in international play. Wales does have finishing ability up top. Uh, not, not like tremendous goal scoring, but at least a little bit more offensive firepower than some of uh, their counterparts in this group. And because, you know, you're not going to see a whole lot of finishing amongst the others, it's going to kind of come down to who can lose by fewer goals to Italy, uh, in my opinion. If, you know, you get a, a, uh, uh, some draws in the mix, and it, this kind of comes down to goal differential. So, Wales does have a chance of uh, sneaking in, and of course, if they can get a win somehow, uh, so much the better that they can actually uh, pull off a surprise and actually get uh, to advance uh, as the uh, number two team in uh, Group A. Moving on to Group B, we got Belgium, one of the prohibitive favorites of taking it all. Um, You know, key players, uh, you got uh, Kevin De Bruyne from Manchester City, you know, who had a very rough go of it in the Champions League final with uh, suffering a face fracture by getting headbutted with a mask on. Long story. Um, you got Romelu Lukaku, uh, well-known uh, in Premier League play. Eden Hazard, uh, also well-known. You know, uh, and uh, you, you've got a number of offensive attacking options from the Belgians uh, that can actually uh, do a number. Now, Hazard has not played well in <laughs> at least a year <laughs> uh, being on Real Madrid. But, uh, you know, in terms of what um, he can do in international play, you know, if he's healthy, he can do some damage. And he knows how to manage space. And there will be space generated by uh, Belgium. They've got way too many attacking options uh, to kind of overwhelm teams. And they've got a number of defensive options as well. They're going to be very stout to break down. And, you know, with their speed, they're going to be able to uh, challenge teams. So I I think Belgium is, without question, one of, if not the favorite, to win this tournament coming out of Group B, uh, so I expect them to finish first. Uh, also in this group, we've got Denmark, we've got uh, Finland, and Russia. Very difficult group to call. I would actually say this is closer to the group of death just because of who's going to be the number two team. Um, I, I have my thoughts on s- some of these other groups, but I think between Denmark, Finland, and Russia, you've got very good cases to make uh, here. Uh People are discounting Finland, and I think that might be a mistake. Uh, uh, Glenn Kamara, Timu Puki, Robin Laud, uh, they are very quality uh, scorers uh, at the club level, and they can they can definitely pose some uh, threats to uh, both Russia and Denmark. I, I do think that uh, this kind of comes down to uh, Denmark and their ability to gel, you know, uh, 
obviously you have uh, Christian Eriksen, uh, Josef Poulsen, uh, a number of very uh, talented players, but Eriksen's going to be the kind of key to kind of unlock that team as a whole. Uh, but, uh, you know, in general, you've got a very well-balanced uh, team in terms of ball possession uh, that's not considered a top-tier squad. Um but uh, Denmark, it certainly has all the credentials to make it out of the group. It's just a matter of, you know, kind of finding uh, the goals against uh, Finland. And Russia, you know, always has talent. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, it's just they're not – I wouldn't say that Russia is nearly as refined as Denmark. But, you know, if it comes down to uh, – free kicks and uh, getting balls in, into very difficult spaces. Russia can be, pose a number of uh, difficulties for teams, uh, you know, uh, and uh, Alexander Golovkin, uh, who some of you may have seen in Serie A at Monaco, uh, you know, it's, they can definitely uh, uh, put a uh, put, uh, run together here. Uh, you know, it's not uh, it's not hard to imagine that uh, Russia could advance out of this group, but uh, Belgium should be going in uh, as uh, the number one seed. But number two, I think that is very much up for debate. Group C, headed by the Netherlands. Uh, a lot of people are going to be on Netherlands, and I don't necessarily blame them. Memphis Depay, uh, Jeannie Wijnaldum, uh, Frankie de Jong, Matthias de Ligt, they are going to be playing a very fun style. Uh, obviously, Virgil van Dijk is still not going to be able to join that squad uh, it, due to his injuries in the Premier League that derailed Liverpool season. But uh, the Netherlands still have a very strong uh, squad, regardless, even though the back line isn't as strong as it could be. But uh, they have a number of attacking options that can make this uh, very much an interesting uh, group in general, uh, but uh, uh, they should advance. Uh, Austria also features in this group. Uh, uh, that should be the number two team, but uh, Ukraine can also pose some problems from uh, for Austria. So uh, this is another interesting group. I, I think there's some very decent balance. So between Austria and Ukraine, they should be battling out for second. And, you know, goal differential against uh, North Macedonia is probably going to be what's going to come down to uh, who advances out of the group. And uh, Macedonia got through on qualifications through uh, the UEFA Nations League uh, uh, stipulations. Um, But, uh, you know, Nations League... uh, it, it worked out where they were able to get past Kosovo and Georgia to actually get into uh, uh, this tournament, which is the first in their uh, first in their existence. So, uh, should be a happy to be there kind of moment. But I think it's really going to be coming down to Ukraine and Net- uh, I mean Ukraine and Austria to see who can score more goals against Macedonia to advance out of the group stage. Group D, we've got Croatia and England. Oh, England. You know, everyone could say it's coming home, but let's be honest. With England, there's always some tragedy right around the corner. Despite the amount of talent England has, 
despite having a striker in Harry Kane, despite having a back line that should be talented enough to get things done, there's always usually something that happens to the English that turns this into a melodrama. Uh, this go-around would have been, is Trent Alexander-Arnold featuring the squad or not? Uh, first, he was left off the squad. Then he was put back in at the last minute by Gareth Southgate. And then in the last qualifying match, after he was put back in the squad, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold tears his hamstring. It is now out for Euros. Uh, you know, that's just the way things uh, go when it comes to England. Something has to go along in terms of the melodrama. Uh, should England win this group? Yes. Will they win this group? I'm still very much in doubt on that. Uh, you know, uh, it's they'll definitely advance out of the group. It's just usually the case with England is that even when things should work out fine, something, some bump in the road comes along. And, you know, as with England and their history in international competition, usually it will come down to penalty kicks sooner than later. Uh, but, uh, it, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I, I, for one, am going to be following England along with, uh, anticipation as to see how this all plays out because frankly, uh, they have more than enough talent to win, uh, Euros. It's just, I know it's not going to happen. It's just, I, I need to see how the train wreck eventually happens. It's going to get there, but uh, you got to see how it plays out first. Uh, who will likely win this group? I know people keep are going to say uh, England's going to take Group D, but I kind of think it's going to be Croatia. Uh, very solid. Uh, not a whole lot of holes in their game. Just as talented as England, and far less pressure on Croatia than there will be on England. I just think that, uh, you know, they're going to have... Uh, their first match is going to be against England. It, it's a World Cup semifinal rematch. Uh, you know, England, <laughs> England losing that on PKs, of course, as usual. Um, but I, I just look at it as you know, Croatia. There's going to be more nerves on England side than Croatia, and as soon as they get past that England game, you know, even if it's a draw, I still think that they're going to manage. That group better uh, against the Czech Republic uh, and Scotland. I think they're going to do a better job managing the group than England will. And I think that's why they're going to advance as a number one seed and England goes in as a number two. Uh, you know, I don't see a threat being posed by Scotland or the Czech Republic to knock either England or Croatia off. But I do have questions on... Uh, England actually winning that group. I know people think England's winning the group, but I got my doubts on that. Group E, we've got Spain leading the way through. So between Spain, Sweden, Slovakia, and Poland, we got some issues to kind of sort through. Uh, Sweden has kind of fallen off to the point where after Zlatan uh, Ibrahimovic has... uh, retired from international play, they really haven't had anyone kind of step up and be the guy. Uh, Sweden is projected to finish fourth in the group, and I can't necessarily disagree with that. Uh, Spain, uh, without Alvaro Morata, Pedri, uh, uh, Thiago, and uh, Ferran Torres, uh, you know, 
all familiar names in uh, in uh, the Premier League and La Liga alike. It, you know, I just look at this as a case where uh, you know Morata still being at PSG, but uh, I just look at this as a case where Spain is way too much talent in that squad. Uh, this should be a pretty straightforward uh, qualifying uh, group for them uh, to kind of get through uh, and win the group. Uh, the question becomes, uh, can uh, Robert Lewandowski, who has dominated uh, the Bundesliga this year, uh, winning the golden, the equivalent of the golden boot for most goals scored, uh, can Lewandowski carry Poland to uh, advancing out of the group? Uh, you know, Lewandowski is arguably the best player in this group. Um, I just kind of uh, put a lot of pressure on defenses. I think Poland is very strong here in this tournament, and they can definitely cause an upset. I expect uh, them to advance, but Spain should win this group outright. And finally, we got Group F, which is considered a group of death. I don't necessarily agree because I think Portugal is better than Germany. I firmly believe Portugal is better than Germany. I don't think it's really that close. I think Germany has fallen off and are still not going to be able to muster up enough to get out of the group stage. Joachim Lowe is a dead coach walking. You know, he's retiring after uh, this Euro tournament. Yeah, maybe they'll want to send him off on a win, but I don't see... I don't see the quality in the squad being able to uh, kind of take care of things. And Tony Cruz had a, a, a COVID scare, uh, hasn't been training with the team. I, I, I don't like this German squad. And when you're telling me they got to go up against France uh, with Kylian Mbappe, Pogba, Griezmann, uh, Kareem Benzema, just loaded talent. You know, where, where are they getting the draws? Because uh, they got to be able to get a point off of France or beat France, and they got to be able to draw against Portugal or beat Portugal. I don't see, I don't see those scenarios happening. I think Portugal and France are that much better than Germany at this point. So I don't see how Germany advances out of this group. And obviously they have to be hungry, um, which should finish uh, fourth, obviously. But you know, again, if it comes down to goal differential, who's more likely to score a bunch of goals? Portugal. Uh, who still has Ronaldo and Bruno Fernandes and Diego Jota. Uh, there's just too much talent on Portugal's side offensively that I don't see how they don't advance past uh, uh, Germany. And France, forget about it. France is one of the prohibitive favorites, if not uh, the number one favorite to win uh, Euros outright. So, again, I don't see this as the group of death because I don't think Germany is on the same level as some of the teams in this group. I mean, yeah, they, can they give Portugal trouble? Can they give France trouble? Certainly. But it, this is not the same German teams that we've seen in the past. So I don't necessarily see it working out in that fashion. So uh, to me, I think Germany's the clear number three team in the group. And then you've got uh, France and Portugal advancing out of the group stage. And, you know, that's my initial preview of the group stage for Euro 2020. Uh, we're going to see how it all plays out, but uh, that'll do it for me. And uh, until next time, folks, have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. 
Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other major outlets. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.